0: welcome everybody to the lunch table podcast with dylan ackham where we talk about what's hot in entertainment and we are back for another she hulk review for episode two where jennifer Walters struggles to balance uh being an attorney but also having superpowers um so we saw some returning characters from the mcu a lot of great moments but um without further ado uh, ackham let's discuss episode two what are your thoughts
1: Yeah, I would just like to preface to say that I think this show would do a lot better for people if it was given a lot more time um, to expand on certain elements. And there's a lot of commentary in this show, um, but it gets muddled with the funny tone sometimes. And I think maybe sometimes that's distracting. Um, But yeah, without further ado, I thought that this episode... um, it was a little bit more of a letdown for me. I, I kind of liked the first episode a little bit more. I'm like weird like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was a little bit too silly, I think, for me. I think it was kind of hard for me to like connect with the tone. What did you think about it?
0: There's a large, um, I would say, negative uh, opinion about this show going around. And I have to disagree. Um, I know I, I we were talking earlier. I think there's like there was like a preconceived kind of like review for this show and i think like you said like we have to give this show room to breathe before we really uh really dive into it and and have such a very stark opinion of it but for the most part i think it's it's a show where it's like it it doesn't take itself too seriously um but there are times where i wish it did kind of like i don't know it feels like it's trying to be like this funny sitcom but then there's like like moments where it talks about like like you know uh feminine issues and it's kind of hard to balance that a bit um this first i mean the second episode i actually thought was actually stronger than the first one i actually thought it was more it connected more to the mcu um which is funny because they talk so much about like steve rogers and uh tony stark in the last one but i felt like this one actually like felt like it was actually like more into the universe of of marvel um I still think the CGI is kind of weird with uh She-Hulk like there's like I don't know it's 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 weird like when I watch her like transform cuz like her hair is like really curly like yeah. naturally and then when she like transforms like her it's like very straight so it's, it's I don't like, know it's weird. Yeah. Like at least with like like Hulk like they kind of matched it to Mark Ruffalo's kind of like you know his structure so it it doesn't feel like too off but I don't know the the CGI could have been better. Um but overall I think I think it's uh, interesting like you know she has like very real problems i think sometimes that's missing a lot from a lot of the the heroes of the mcu because they they deal with such like grand issues but i think she has like real problems of like finding a job and i think that's a very relatable concept but um what else did you think
1: Well, yeah, I think that... I mean, again, it's only the second episode. By the looks of it and from the trailers we've seen and stuff like that, I think, yeah, there's going to be that struggle to balance. Um, But I think the vigilante aspect, I think she's going to kind of grow more into a superhero alter-eagle. And I think we might see, like, Frogman. And and that's going to be, like, the alter-eagle vigilante aspect. But I think as the case goes... Um, We've seen Tim Roth as Abomination here. And I think that's going to play through the whole season. That's my prediction. I think that's going to be her big case. Like, how do you persuade everyone to show that Abomination has changed? And that's going to give her career, like, major points uh, in the right direction. Um, We saw Tim Roth. It's always a pleasure to see Tim Roth. I don't see much of him anymore. And Abomination. And uh, lo and behold, he's a watered down but uh, namaste version of Abomination. Um, It's kind of funny. Uh, but what did you think about it?
0: I don't want to read his haikus. <laughs> like, I, he know, was right. so good.
1: I want to read the haiku that he gave uh, to Bruce.
0: But uh, My ears. Like, Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun to see um, Tim Roth back as Emil Blonsky. Um, and it, it kind of shows like like not every villain in the MCU has to like be evil like their mm-hmm. whole life. I guess they have room to kind of like grow. And I guess uh, because it was kind of like when he, when he was talking about like how like he he thought of himself as like the good guy. Like he thought he was like kind of like this cat because he, he kind of was, you know, he's only doing what the government told him. Right. Where, where it went off was when he got kind of crazy and started like killing people and shit. But for the most part, you know, people forget that Hulk was kind of like this rogue monster in the first uh, Hulk movie. Um, and they kind of had to like keep him under control, too. So it's. It's interesting, yeah, it's it's like like abomination for I guess Jennifer would be like punisher for uh Matt, um let' say Matt Smith <laughs> uh, Matt Murdoch, kind of like how do you, how do you change the public perception of someone that has such a hard reputation? So I think it's a, there's a beautiful irony in, in abomination being like her first client um because they have like like she said, like that she has like a conflict of interest like with him, you know, having a history with her cousin too. Um, but I want to know what your thoughts were like, cause I thought it was, this was like very interesting in my opinion. Like, so the that episode starts with like her basically, like she's in this limelight of like people are seeing her as kind of like, like they only see her as like, like the Hulk basically, like this kind of like freak of nature and like, they don't see her as anything else, you know, even though she has like a degree in education, you know, and, um, she's struggling with like trying to find like work because she she got laid off from her job because they don't want to be seen with her um, because of this case. Um, so I thought it was interesting. She gets hired by this 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 uh, kind of like law firm agency and they, they they hire her because obviously because you know she's She Hulk. But I don't. I want to know what your thoughts. were. do you think it was exploitative or do you think it talks about like do we have to represent the like do we physically or Emotion, psychological, whatever, have to represent the people that uh we stand stand for. What do you think about it?
1: Yeah, so if you were to take it as just for what like face value, like maybe you could see it as the head wanted to get uh Jennifer Walters in the firm just because she's the cousin of Bruce, and perhaps it make it's like a great coincidence that Abomination also wanted uh like to kind of close or tie some loose ends and kind of do right by people and have her represent him like what better way so like by face value but it also speaks uh it gives commentary on what a lot of women face with so i don't know because here's the thing other law firms they were denying her and because they didn't want the attention of she-hulk um but this law firm i guess kind of liked she was i don't know if it was like on purpose to bring something um for the public to see this i don't think so like that's the thing it's like they're trying to make commentary on something some things are a little confusing because this law firm what's the intention of just like oh we just want a hulk here so like what for to attract people but they're like a special type of law firm to represent superheroes so like it kind of makes sense. She's a lawyer. She's a, she's a superhero. It just so happens. So, like, we want her. When they told her, like, stay big, is that a good thing? Pro- I mean, if, in my eye, I, I kind of think when he said that, like, I know that he kind of said it, like, kind of, like, because people want to see that. But at the same time, too, it's like, be who you actually are, maybe. Like, we could kind of tell from the Easter eggs in the first episode, she had a lot of, like, memorabilia of strong women and stuff like that. And maybe she was being overshadowed mm-hmm. by a lot of men. So perhaps this is actually a good thing. Maybe that guy was like doing her a favor. Like, like yeah, mm-hmm. you're attracting a lot of people because maybe it's like a, a you know, a spotlight, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really weird... answered your question. I was on a tangent. <laughs> no, but
0: it's a, it's a it's a weird balance of being performative but also being like honest with yourself. That's why I asked this question because like I kept thinking of like, I guess with the, uh, there's like, for an example, I guess you could say like like lawyers who defend immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like, would you have a lawyer that's white or would you have a lawyer that's of like a Latin background, I guess? It, it's kind of like an interesting play on that. It's like, is it more genuine to have someone that represents you be from your culture or is it almost kind of like, I don't know, misleading in a way?
1: Oh, well, Just you like, can see I, it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a deeper question that I thought about that's good yeah 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 i i don't know but is that deeper question warranted with this show because you would think it is but like do you think that it's going in that direction of even asking something like that or maybe some things are like overshadowed like i think that question i I think just because you have a creative mind i think i wish that they asked that question because i don't feel like that was too transparent I, i at first i did but you know and that's the thing that's what i was talking about like what they they're silly,
0: but like I wish they would explore these topics more, right. <laughs> kind of, because yeah. like you know the MCU t- tends to have a a trope where like they try so hard to make it entertaining, but sometimes they lose face value of like the bigger issues, or at least like with the newer shows. I feel like I feel like back then in the older MCU, was like 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 the Iron Man series talked about like like you know capitalism and like the m- mass weapon industry or stuff like that, right? I feel like like now like I don't know it's just more for the entertainment value,
1: mm, but um, yeah. I don't
0: know. But yeah, it's just it's just interesting though. I mean, maybe it, maybe it is me just like looking deeper because I like to draw parallels sometimes. But right, I think it it begs the question sometimes too. Like, what does it talk about? Does it talk about exploit exploitation or inclusivity?
1: Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, it's hard with comedy, isn't it? Strange, man. How lately the MCU has been really funny. I don't know. It's like. There's a lot of dark moments but not really it's like weird it's not even funny that's the weird thing about it. it's like it's yeah. trying to be funny but it's like yeah. it's it comes off as, as
0: cringe sometimes like the whole beginning was like weird because like oh like how she got her name right. I mean it is kind of stupid but like I don't know like when they were interviewing the guy and she's like a she hulk and I'm like <laughs> oh give me a break <laughs> <I'm> like really <laughs> uh. I don't know I, it, yeah it, it just it comes off weird I don't know it's like I try to I try to find positives. But for the most, and even, like, the family scene we were talking about a little, little bit before we were talking like, weird. yeah, it was it was really weird, like, I, I kind of wanted it to be, I don't know, I, maybe it was because, like, the family, like, maybe because they already had a Hulk in the family, so they were kind of used to this already, but I kind of wanted it to be, like, like, they were kind of scared that, you know, she was going to turn out to be, like, another Bruce, like, that didn't have, like, control of her powers, and maybe they were scared, like... I don't know it could have been more interesting with that with that scene, and you mentioned also like that doc been, samson they, they could have they could have included yeah. doc Samson in that scene which i I agree that like, that could have made it more impactful to the m c u yeah
1: yeah for sure yeah i that was a weird i don't know they they were like related to her, but looked nothing like as if they were related to her. it was like the goofiest type of family. Um, and it just, it was just too silly. And also, yeah, I would have liked to hear a little bit more commentary on Bruce. Cause what's up with this? Bruce is like a main Avenger and he went through so much and they're not talking about this really. They're just using her to pick up like, like water and stuff like that a little bit later on. Um, I, I think Bruce's mother was there though, sitting at the table silent. I wonder why, maybe that's actually to like foreshadow, maybe it just could be some talk about Bruce. Maybe she'll give Jennifer some advice a little bit later on. Um, you know and so cool that we also see so with Miss Marvel was like very family oriented um, so it's kind of cool to see other like superheroes like families. I think that's kind of cool to see and they're they're, like living like a normal life which is interesting you know it kind of reminds me of like celebrities now it's so so weird because it's kind of like meta too with like Titania now we just figured out she's a super influencer which apparently is a real thing Um, which yeah well you're lucky they didn't say like any like I don't know some weird things (laughs) like gen z millennial whatever
0: it couldn't have been worse than that tiktok scene in miss marvel honestly oh that was that was i hate i fucking like you know i hate when they they try to modernize shit but i mean i don't know they they do that sometimes in marvel shows and it works too like Mm -hmm. if and maybe not as dark but if they kind of treated it like the boys kind of like they took like social issues and kind of expanded on more i think it would have had like especially because it's a show about you know you know, feminism and trying to, you know, conquer, like, a very, like, I don't know.
1: Well, let me ask you I've this. I've been watching The Handmaid's
0: Tale lately. <laughs> so- oh, The Handmaid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got Dylan
1: into The Handmaid's Tale. Guys, we're going to do a review for The Handmaid's Tale Season 5, and Dylan's catching up finally. He likes it, apparently. I'm glad. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, a lot of people are saying, right, I think, let's address the elephant in the room. Um, I think, again, there's a lot of people who have preconceived notions for She-Hulk attorney at law, and, and they even did reviews that gave it a really low score um, since before the first episode came out. I think a lot of people have issues with showing uh, strong women in general. Sometimes they kind of feel like mm-hmm. it's there's like this uh, force of this agenda of like, uh, or maybe they call it woke or something like that. Um, I must say, again, one criticism I think you and I both agree on is that yeah, uh, I think what gets in a way is the tone, but I don't. I, I think me and you both agree that there's no problem with showing strong women. But do you think like the hate is warranted? Like, Absolutely not. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. There, there are times where I feel like an agenda kind of feels out of place, but I think this show is about that agenda, and I mm. think it's important to talk about those issues. And I think a lot of people feel that it's endangering their masculinity, which I think is stupid, but. Yeah, it's definitely unwarranted in my opinion. I think I think a lot of people are just fucking haters and you kind of have to like quiet that 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 voice a bit. Um because it, it at at the core of it, it talks a lot about like issues that that women can't talk about and it's trying to be an empowering show. It does it in a weird way, I will admit. Like it could be better, but for the most part, I, I think her character is like it's an interesting take on a character. Like we don't see many like strong like like normal female like uh superheroes i guess you could say like because when you when you think of like like the female like what is it what is a strong female protagonist in the mcu right like it's either like a super spy or like somebody like captain marvel that has like these weird powers but you never think of like just like an attorney right just like a normal citizen right um trying to make an impact so i don't know like i yeah there's there's a weird, there's a weird stigma, uh, going around for, for, for the hate for the show, but I think it's unwarranted. But what do you, what do you think about
1: it? Yeah, for sure. I, I again, the problem is, it's a Marvel show, it's a Marvel property. i um, so the same thing. What you were saying about the attorney thing, it's like, it's hard because you can't look past some things. Because yeah, attorney thing, but then she turns into the Hulk. So like, I kind of understand. The thing is, my, my thing is, um, I don't like forced diversity i disagree with it because i find it very disrespectful um i i have a lot of probably unpopular opinions but i'm not afraid to like say them because i think a lot would agree because i think for you to uh talk genuine about race or or you know homosexuality or just showing like strong women in general I think I'm a big believer in showing more than telling because then it could come off as like a little bit annoying and, uh, and people think it may be forced. But I think people who hate the show so far, I I do think it's unwarranted. Um, they're not saying like like there's a little like little quips here and there, like in the first episode. But it was like funny. It wasn't like a thing where like they're trying to force something like, yeah, I'm a woman. I'm better than you. No, she's just in a situation and she's a woman she's like going through like her life right i think the, the problem is the tone and i think people are having an issue and also i think the show would do a lot better if marvel produced more shows on disney plus simultaneously with she-hulk so you wouldn't like attack the show so much because now we have to wait maybe a couple months for the next new thing and also the runtime uh we need to like spend some more time with these characters to delve yeah. in you know
0: it's so. way too short these episodes are way too short and i think i think if they really wanted to build a, a good story like how i forgot how long was like moon knight's like runtime i think it was a little longer i know miss like, marvel's was short but i, I forgot sure, like yeah. yeah i i think if you really because it's like if you have a short episode it makes me think oh okay well they're not taking this story really seriously yeah it's just like a one and done thing right if you make it longer it makes you more invent... Like, like look at, like, HBO shows. Like, sometimes they'll run, like, into an hour. Sometimes. It's a movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, because they actually care about, you know, the characters and, and the the script. So yeah. I feel like if they expanded more, it would take it more... People would take it more seriously, maybe.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. And also, you need to... We don't know if there will ever, ever be, like, a She-Hulk, Attorney at Law season two. Most of these shows are, like, just one-offs, like, miniseries to introduce them in different properties. It's, like... Or different uh, movies. So it's, like... You're making them short. Like, what type of impact do you expect? You know, it's kind of like throwing a pebble in a lake and it doesn't make much impact, right? It depends because right. look at Loki. Loki made a lot of impact with the MCU. But if it's like this type of show, I don't know. I think that's why the hate is like coming for it, um, especially. It's like everything is kind of like working together to like make some people like not like it as much. There's certain elements at least. Um, I, I don't know. Who knows? Uh,
0: I mean, do you, do you also think it's because people are kind of, like, falling off with the MCU. Probably. we've had so many yeah. movies and franchises now where it's kind of like, okay, well, we're kind of, like, done with the whole superhero trope. But, I mean, then again, there's, like, shows like The Boys that right. are, are, like, really popular. Do you think it's because of that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think with any property that um has so much... Uh, has the limelight all the time, and if you do one little thing wrong to change a character that everyone grew up with um that also adds to it um and i think yeah there's a little bit of fatigue and it's hard because if you're trying to do uh social or political commentary in a show to make it more relevant uh for younger viewers at least or, or just something that you could kind of like pick on uh the themes uh themes and notions and stuff uh I think it's hard. It really is hard, especially when you're tired of the same shit. I think a lot of people, probably a lot of people who are older than us, actually. I, well, I see a lot of young people also talking shit about the MCU, too. Um, me, I, I don't mind. I love Marvel anyway, so I'm always down to see like the cool redesigns and stuff like that. Um, and I hate telling people, well, just give it a chance. What about my uncle? Did you give him a chance? Did you? Well... <laughs> Like maybe we should give the show a chance. Cause I think we received a little bit of hate for the last review too. Cause I think everyone's just like on a on a warpath for She-Hulk. I think um just give it a chance and we'll probably be rewarded at the end. And and we're not biased with these shows too. Um we'll talk a lot of shit. Cause when you hear my rating for this episode, even if I'm defending it, you'll understand that like you know, I understand this episode wasn't all that. Maybe Dylan liked it, I don't know. Um we see it for how it is. Again, this is like a review. Um, and probably next episode will be like a 10 out of 10. Who knows? Maybe it's going to be like the Shakespearean type of episode. I don't there's, know.
0: There's what, nine episodes? Yeah, it's a series? lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and they didn't even give us like the first three. So it's like, right. you have time to relate to this character. Whether or not you like her, you know, at least like try to understand her her story, right? Hmm. Like, I, I get it. Like, sometimes I feel like the MCU tries too hard to to pander to people. But I think it's also important. I think I think it's important, especially now because the Avengers are kind of done. Like the whole, I guess you could say I mean we I know we have like a bunch of movies down the road, but I, I, I think sometimes they're they're trying to use their platform of a mass audience to talk about real issues, and I think that's important. Yeah. Um but if you hate that, then just don't watch it. You know, it's like why why have such a harsh opinion on it? right if you're if you're not gonna give respect to it right so exactly yeah but moving on um because i know there's other things we have to talk about um so we actually saw uh bruce uh he was talking on the phone with uh jennifer and he's actually in the sakaran ship um so i know we talked a little bit about what that might mean for the future of hulk um but yeah tell me what you thought about that
1: yeah i think he's seeing his son that that's that's what i think i I think he has a son in sakar and i think he's going to see scar and i think that's going to lead to his own movie and we still have d23 guys we're going to do a reaction so they'll probably announce world war hulk or something like that but yeah what do you think
0: yeah i think i think it could definitely lead to like a planet hulk kind of thing um because we haven't had much with the Hulk, you know, we only we've only had his movie, and you know whatever cameos he's made in like Avengers or or Thor, but we never had like another sequel, like a direct sequel to Hulk, you know, other than this series. So I think I think, yeah, it could be interesting, like yeah, you know, like you said, like a World War Hulk kind of situation. Um, maybe he reverts back to you know his old, maybe he finds like a like a struggle where like he's trying to balance, you know the bruce and him with the with the hulk alter ego too uh because I, I agree with you like when we're talking about like i, I kind of miss like him having like that were, werewolf aspect or that jekyll and hyde play um i think a lot of people kind of uh aren't fond of the professor hulk kind of thing but i don't mind it honestly i think it's cool um but yeah i wonder what we'll see down the line for that uh but also i also wonder like because uh this we saw at the end of this episode um. So apparently, abomination. Um. We saw uh escaped into with with Shang Chi, which we saw, uh, and um Shang Chi, obviously, where he's in the cage fight. So do you think this like runs concurrent with Shang Chi, or like before, or after? Like, what are your? Thoughts well, they
1: were on? looking at the... She she was watching a news that that was a leak of um right. So that was he didn't actually escape. That was just a leak. Did that was. You know what? Uh, no, I'm asking. <laughs> wasn't that just? uh Wasn't that uh, like? He wasn't actually. That was like a leaked clip, right? That wasn't like a thing where, like, I don't oh, know that if just it was a leak. It
0: felt like it was a live, um, like breaking news kind of thing. That's why I thought like
1: maybe this takes place like before or during Shang Chi. Well, and in the Disney Plus application, they have it set after Moon Knight. Shang Chi is like before Moon Knight. So how I took it, because they have the chronological order list there. So how I took it was like, I trust them if they put it, you know, it's on Disney Plus. But then at the same time, I think the director talked a little bit about this taking place after She-Hulk. And then I heard a lot of commentary saying that like she's a little bit like on and off. That's why her phone, when she was looking at Cap's ass, the wallpaper on her phone, it didn't actually have the date. Um, but the news articles talked about the Eternals a little bit. It talked about, um, there was different articles there. So I, how I perceived it, and you could correct this in the comments, how I perceived it was it was somehow it just got into the internet. Like, oh, this is a leak clip. Um, cause there was so much to happened after Shang-Chi too. Uh, that felt like, I don't know,
0: that would feel like a breaking news moment for me. Um, or maybe it is a leak clip, but then it's still instantaneous. Too. Well, it's a and midnight club because, though.
1: It's a it's a weird right.
0: club that nobody you know exclusive. Yeah, but also, I'm I'm still thinking like at the end of Shang Chi when we saw Bruce as like a human, and he's still in like Hulk form, and he he broke his device. Also, that's that's what makes me think
1: it takes place before. Well, the end credit he had the device right and in the beginning of she hulk he had the device and then it broke and he became smart hulk so to me that seems more like it took place after shang chi
0: i guess i guess that makes sense
1: you know um
0: but overall um those are just our thoughts on it how would you rate this episode and um what do you expect to see for the next episode
1: yeah i i would give it a a good 7 out of 10 this time around. I would give it like a good 7 out of 10. I, you know, and I think we're going to get more into the, like, I think it's going to get more action um, from here on out. I think we might see, like, Frogman and stuff like that. Maybe the Wrecking Crew. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? And what would you rate it? Um, overall, it wasn't bad. Um,
0: I still liked this more than the first episode. Um, I think it talked more about, like, different issues and it connected more with the MCU. So, I'm, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Um, but I th- I definitely think this show has more room to grow. Um, but yeah, we still have seven episodes left, so like we said, time will tell. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering like where it is. Uh, so I guess next so- episode maybe we'll see Wong because maybe that'll explain like how, like why why he even like like why did he like suddenly like go up to Bama? He's like, yeah, yeah, man, I- I'm in this fight. You know, <laughs> I got I got a team going. You wanna <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe Wong is like the new phil colson or something i don't know but uh we'll probably see him next episode and then of course we still have daredevil uh waiting in the shadows uh for future episodes i can't wait to see like how he's gonna get involved too i was just thinking like wouldn't it be crazy like if like because i know she got hired by this law firm but like what if like jerry hogarth like hired her for some reason and that's how she got involved like the the, because she has experience with like superhumans you know right so I think that'd be cool. Like, that's why I wish they, they'd find more ways to like incorporate the Defenders into the MCU. But um, yeah, those are my, my overall opinions. But um, yeah, take us away. Yeah,
1: guys. Uh, yeah, this is a pretty lengthy video compared to the other one. I mean, we had a lot of thoughts. We had a lot of commentary you know, on certain things that uh, are very, I guess, um, uh, everyone could debate over. Uh, but yeah. If you made it to the end, we greatly appreciate you. Please like and subscribe. That greatly helps out the channel. We really need that to expand our channel, right, to grow. So, again, we, we always thank you so much if you do, and we love you. Um, if you guys are new to the channel, check out our episode one review of She-Hulk Returning at Law. We just reviewed Miss Marvel, all episodes. Uh, we had a lot of thoughts about that. That was really fun to do. We also did Moon Knight if again if you're still new to this channel um we do disney plus shows we do any show really we any show that we love we have a lot of content coming out for september i cannot wait we have a lot of reactions we have a lot of show reviews we have a lot of movie reviews coming out as well it's really exciting uh so dylan please take us away
0: yeah thank you guys so much for for joining us for this review of she hulk episode two um like akram said we have a lot of great content coming out if you haven't watched uh akram's update video um uh Akram goes over what uh our future plans for this podcast are and what we have planned so definitely check that out if you want to know more about us you can also check about our um, instagram and our tiktok uh, accounts as well um and yeah we do a lot of fun stuff on this podcast we try to you know just be like two cool guys you know we love like, the entertainment industry we talk about gaming um i think uh d23 is coming up we also have uh uh is it ubisoft uh, forward ubisoft forward also so we'll be doing reactions to. Acromite. i think you just watched uh game recently yeah, yeah. so yeah. check out his uh instagram yeah, he has a lot of uh, reactions to that uh, but thank you guys so much and uh until then thank you for having lunch with us.
1: see you guys <laughs>